Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be welcoming back a repeat guest. I'm super excited to have back Dr. Paul Sheely, the co-founder of Learning Strategies, who is an expert on learning on how to tap the other 90% of your mind. Numerous peak performance experts such as Tony Robbins, Ken Blanchard, Jack Canfield, and Brian Tracy have all used and endorsed Paul's programs, which make knowledge easier to integrate and personal transformation faster to attain. Paul has delivered and designed over 50 different programs relating to personal and professional development. Dr. Paul, thanks so much for coming back. Seth, it's a pleasure being with you again. Thanks very much for the invitation. It is, of course. Our first interview was so much fun. I said, we got to do it again. (laughs) Good. It was fun for me too. I'm glad. I'm glad. So we covered, obviously, your background and what you do last time. Um, I will do a super short version for the folks who didn't hear the first episode. So tell everybody what Learning Strategies is and what paraliminals are. Well, Learning Strategies, I started 40 years ago this month. And we're, yeah, thank you very much. And we're having our annual Einstein Day celebration on Einstein's birthday. Einstein is a little bit of a, an icon for all of us. This is we believe there's genius within all of us. And uh, we are a premier publisher of self-improvement programs, self-development work. And my work since the days that I've been with Learning Strategies has also been involved in working with entrepreneurs and businesses all around the world to help make sure that we bring out the best within us in something that we're most driven by, our passions. And I think business has probably the greatest reach in the world, far more so than governments. Business really is the sustaining factor for all of humanity. One of the product lines that I created back in 1988 is called Paraliminal Technology. It's a way of using the whole brain, speaking into two ears, to gain access to resources that are within us. Creativity, uh, focus, uh, actions, problem solving, improved communications, all of it. And it's it's a unique way of in 20 minutes, being able to focus in 
get access to some powers within you, and then apply those powers to accomplishing the goals that are in front of you. That is absolutely fascinating. Again, full disclosure and transparency, I have been a client of Learning Strategies for decades. I absolutely love, love, love their products. They keep coming out with brilliant stuff. I keep buying it and improving my life. So I know we've got a very special new program that you want to talk about today. Tell our Sharkpreneur followers exactly what we're talking about. Well, it's a program that we would like to gift to everyone. It's on brilliant health. Now, you know that if we don't have our health, doesn't matter how much time or money we have. And if anything, the pandemic has shown us is that health really is imperative for all of us. So I show you how to get access to some remarkable capabilities within you to maintain and sustain high levels of health. You know, if you think about it, Seth, most of the time when we talk about health in uh, the context of medicine, we think of illness, which yeah. is let's say minus 10 to zero, the absence of illness, and then wellness as being plus 10. So the absence of illness isn't really what I would call high-level wellness. <clears throat> the fact that you're not exhibiting symptoms and you're not going to a doctor because you're ill is a nice beginning, but there are sure a lot more levels of mental emotional and physical strength, resilience, capability that we would like to have access to. And those represent high levels of wellness. But if you have a chronic situation or even an acute situation, the material on this Brilliant Health Program is really going to help you deal with that with the power of your mind and body fully available to you. That is absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to get our hands on it. Obviously, there is a huge health crisis of many different forms in the United States before COVID even happened. And obviously, that makes it even worse. Why you have other programs on health. I know I've, got, I've had Abundant Health for ye, uh, the program for years. Why develop this and why now? Well, most people don't really know about a lot of the powers that are within us. So I created this seven hour, essentially training program. It's set up as six individual lessons, plus a seventh session to really look at the next steps that are possible for you. And in each session, I give particular techniques that can help us. So taking back your health really taking ownership over it, realizing what kinds of remarkable powers of body and mind we have access to, dealing with mental stress and anxiety and finding an emotional balance and well-being, <clears throat> dealing with weight. A lot of people, well, it doesn't look like you have a weight issue. I don't either, but I'll tell you a lot of people do back in the early days and back in the 70s when I did clinical hypnotherapy there are two major reasons people would call me that was to lose weight and to quit smoking. A lot of the smoking issues are past, but some people still struggle with it, but weight still bothers a lot of folks. The fourth one, and this is so important to both our mental 
emotional health, but also to our physical well-being and that sleep. A lot of people think I either sleep well or I don't sleep well. If I can't get to sleep, there's a problem. If I can't stay asleep, there's a problem. What do I do with that? It'd be nice if you and I could talk a bit about that today. And then beyond illness, disease, and pain, what do you do when you do have a, a disease setting in? If you've been given a diagnosis with a, a significantly negative prognosis in front of you, what can you do with the mind to have that shift? And uh, acute pain, what do you do when you're in that kind of situation? I've been called into the operatory to help people deal with some pretty interesting things in the emergency ward. But then also I've worked with people who have some have had significant degenerative illnesses and just blew the doctor's minds when the situation turned around and they asked, well, how did you do it? It's really paraliminal technology, but it's the idea that we have the resources within us that can do it. And then finally, the idea of aging and vitality and how can we continue to age and become more flexible instead of less flexible? How can we age with grace and really understand that the rest of our life is the best of our lives? I turned 65 the beginning of, or in the middle of last year. And so, uh, you know, I hit that I think it's golden age or something where, yeah, I'm a welfare recipient, not welfare, I mean, uh, Medicare, Medicare recipient. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a Medicare situation. And wow, you know, there's, it, it's really not so much we have a healthcare uh, crisis in this country. We really have more of a self-care crisis because most people see themselves as victims of disease and illness and lifestyle instead of really being in charge, which they are, they are, but they might not have known it. Okay, so there's a whole lot there that we could let, well, we're gonna spend some time unpacking. So you alluded to something in the beginning of that answer that you said, I'd love it if we could spend more time talking about that. So go right ahead, let's okay. dive in. Yeah, that's the idea of sleep. I mean, obviously we all sleep as much as we can, given our schedules, but certainly uh, indication is now that getting seven and a half to nine hours of sleep is really crucial, but let's just say we're going to sleep a third of our lives, right? If we're- Yeah, if you're up for eight hours, it, you work for eight hours, you've got eight other hours, and then you sleep for eight, that's 24 in a day. Exactly. I agree with the math. Or if you do 18 hours of wakefulness and you know, you've got six hours of sleep, some people try to get by with that. So if we're going to be sleeping a third of our lives, shouldn't it be some of the most productive time of our 24 hour cycle? And you, what's interesting is sleep is an opportunity for the body to reset itself. It actually goes through all of the physical organ systems and does a reboot of them. If our sleep is interrupted or if we go to sleep with or go to bed with a full stomach and having had a bunch of alcohol, there's going to be a lot of problems with that. And also if, um, if when you do go to bed and do go to sleep, if your sleep is interrupted, 
What can you do in the middle of the night that can actually help get you the benefit you want? The other thing is about the dreaming mind. You know, we have wakefulness, we have dream, and we have sleep. And dreamless sleep is really helpful for the physical body, but it's the dream time that is really helpful for your consciousness, for your mind. And the brain has to do a big data dump each day. And it also has to take the information that was super useful to you and make sure it gets integrated so that you can use it for the next days or for the days ahead. And that's why oftentimes when we go to bed, there's a couple of stages of dreaming. Some is just kind of crazy. It's just kind of chaotic. And that's where the brain is purging a lot of stuff that's not important. But towards our waking hours, we'll start having some more lucid dreams, dreams that have symbolic representations and information for us that can be helpful at a conscious level. So it's very important, Seth, if you're listening to this, let me say this. There are two times that are very important for you is when you're just going to sleep at night and when you're just waking up in the morning. Researchers call this the twilight state. It's a state where you're not fully awake and active in the world, but you're not quite asleep yet. And many people, I don't know if this is a case with you, Seth, but sometimes when you've got a problem to deal with, your mind will start trying to deal with it because now it's quiet. Now you don't have to do anything, right? You don't have to talk to anybody. You're with yourself. But there is a diminishing return for doing that. And if your brain keeps grinding on the problem, it just starts looping after about 45 minutes. And you have to call time out. You have to say, hey, brain, put this to work below my conscious awareness. Let my non-conscious mind work at it. And tomorrow morning, let me awaken with the answer. So give it to me in the morning when I awaken. And that way we dismiss the day, we get a good night's sleep. And then in the morning when you awaken, be aware of what you're just dreaming. Think about the resolutions of the difficult problems that you ask your mind to work on. And finally, and this is really important, think about how you want your day to go. So when we bookend our days with this use of our sleep time, wow, huge difference that it's going to make for you. It absolutely not only resets your cognitive self and your physical self, but emotionally you're much more content with the day and much more ready to go for the new day ahead. I love that. Now I have become, um, through one of my coaches, um, obsessed with some of the biometric, for lack of a better term, tracking devices and apps. So I've got this handy dandy little whoop bracelet that not only tracks steps and calories burned, it tracks the strain of the day, it tracks my sleep, it tracks REM versus light sleep versus deep sleep and what percentage of time I spent where. Um, so I would love, have you done any type of study where you take a look at someone's sleep cycle data for like a month and then use this program and then look at the improvements? I haven't. It sounds like a great thing. And with the new I would tech like to volunteer available. to be your first guinea pig. Really? I mean, there's a couple of things that we can do right away. <clears throat> you know, the sleep deeply, wake, refresh paraliminal is so important. It's the idea that at the end of the day, as you're getting ready to go to sleep, 
that you really establish for yourself what went well, what would you have go different diff uh, uh, next time a similar situation occurs, and what would you like to get from your sleep time as you sleep? And if you just add that prior to going to bed or prior to going to sleep while you're in bed, listening to that recording, then you'll see on your wristwatch the next day, people who have done that have recognized the value to their sleep. Why? Because when you go to sleep rested, instead of completely exhausted, mm -hmm. you get more benefit from your sleeping time. And then in the morning, awakening, refreshed, what you're doing is you're really valuing not only what you just got, having this connection with your non-conscious mind and your resources, but then establishing how the day is going to go for you. I love it. Now, one other question I had was, I've read, I think it's something that you wrote, how the body regenerates its cells. Like the cells we have today are not the cells we have from five or 10 years ago. Every couple of years, we generate this new organ or that new thing. Um, so my question is, if we're constantly regenerating new cells, why do we bring ourselves with ourselves? If we've got a chronic condition or a chronic illness or something like that, how come when we regenerate ourselves, they don't start over? We take that illness or whatever with us. And then how do we break that pattern? That's a great question. So if you think about it, that we are regenerating and they say every seven years we change everything. A lot of people would have said that, but then they say, yeah, everything except the brain. And then they discovered stem cells in the brain. If you think about it this way, all of us, you and me both, we started as a single cell, right? An egg that was fertilized. So that's this one cell that began dividing. Now, these divisions that occur start to differentiate. So at first, we're building the heart then we start building the brain and the energy starts going to the brain more and then less to the heart, but there's sep separate neurologies for each of those. We start building out all the tissues of the body. The various organ systems are all differentiated. Think of it this way, Seth, think of the United States and think of all the different communities within any given state. So let's say in the state of Minnesota, where I come from, we'd have a community that would deal with water purification and we'd have another waste management community, right? And we'd have another community that's desired to circulating the necessary, necessary fluid. So each of the organ systems are especially differentiated to do the work that they're meant to do. And they're always generating from these stem cells what's necessary to replace the ones that are dying off. The one mystery that we still have is why is it that the telomeres that are at the end of some of these chains of DNA start to unravel as we age? Built-in program that says, yeah, we're not going to last forever. Maybe at some point, and there are a lot of claims out there that they're figuring out how to not let these unravel so much. But certainly what we know is the way that we rest, the way that we nourish ourselves, the way that we think, our emotional state during the day, and also how do we view the future? I've seen young men 
who acted very old and they became very old very quickly. And it really has a lot to do with lifestyle and mindset. And when you get your mindset right, it, you might get the idea that death may be a grave mistake. <laughs> you know, that the idea is that we could be living way further along on our human potential. I've heard plenty of people say that 120 should be the average life expectancy. Now I have a client, had a client, she just passed away at 103 years old. At 101, she was still working, Seth. Oh my God. Yeah, and she did a film for me that said, I'm 103 years old, thanks to God and Paul <laughs> Sheely. That's a great testimonial. It really is. And she said, he taught me how to heal with my mind. I'm 103, I take no medications at all only vitamin pills, all my organs are working. It's really cool. So Rosie probably, you know, more than any of the other clients really exhibited this complete embracing of the power of the human mind to determine all of our health outcomes in life. That is absolutely fantastic. We know your time's incredibly valuable. Where can our folks go to get their hands on the new program? Well, there should be a link that Learning Strategies has given to you. It should be learningstrategies.com forward slash market health. And the program is called Brilliant Health. It's got a number of sessions. I give you in each one of these some clear insights of what you can do immediately. And I also say there are paraliminal recordings that would facilitate in each of these areas. Youthful vitality perfect health, ideal weight. You know, many of these are designed to help us get our mind, body, and emotions in a congruent alignment with each other. So you're not fighting yourself internally. I know people who have had a prognosis of death from an inoperable cancer, and they turned it around when they realized that it wasn't a death sentence. The doctors can't predict when I'm going to die. I want to determine how I'm going to live. They were able to turn that prognosis around. So there are some profound opportunities that everybody has to make a significant shift. But even for you and me, when we're tired, exhausted, feeling a cold coming on or anything else, what could we do right on the spot to pivot and move into that direction of high level wellness. Be happy that there are no symptoms. That's great. Let's make sure also that we're moving beyond that into high level wellness. That is absolutely incredible. We will send everybody to the link in the show notes below. Grab your hands on the program. I guarantee you'll be glad you did. This is Seth Green with Dr. Paul Sheely. Dr. Paul, thanks again for coming back. All the best. Good to be with you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH 
to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.